Yep. Give me a nod yeah, when you're ready. Shooter's ready. Stand by. Hey everyone, this is Matt Gunlock from the 3GIQ Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Frank Gao, and tonight we're going to kind of do a different episode, something kind of new for us, but it's going to be kind of a, a year in review, a recap of, you know, different things uh, that have occurred over the past year. We're going to be covering the podcast, uh, us as shooters, and our upcoming match schedule as the new year begins. So as you can tell, I'm here in my hotel room. I'm traveling in nashville for work and frank is in his normal location at home yep so uh i guess kind of hit it uh podcast you know we at the beginning of the year we kind of had a a bit of a hiatus it was still whenever i was doing this by myself uh you know alex goking hit me up and was like hey i want to you know do a couple i'd love to do some episodes with you and kind of cover some things with the shooting team and, and, you know, NCRs coming and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, it, it was, it, you know, I didn't, I, I never wanted to stop, but work and, you know, well, while I was at the FBI Academy kind of took over and, uh, you know, just different focuses in life at that point. Uh, and whenever Alex approached me, he was like, all right, let's start this. And then it kind of got into doing an episode with you, Frank. And then it was like, fuck it. Let's, I want you as a co-host. And so you kind of became the co-host and we've kind of been putting content on, on a weekly basis. And it's kind of, kind of nice to share this and share the responsibility with somebody else because, you know, this is this is a passion project all in and of itself that that does consume a lot of time. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so some of the other podcasts that are just single host, uh, you know, D- Dave Hartman hosts on his own, but um, you know, Ben Barry also does his own thing. I, I like his podcast a lot, but he recently, you know, I think they had a kid, and he's a shooter himself, and his his wife's a section coordinator. So if you're a one man show and life like you were about to get out of the marine corps so it makes sense that there was a little bit of a hiatus um but what works in this particular format with you and me both co-hosting is that any given time like you and i can pick up the slack uh, whether it's writing questions or reaching out to people uh, i feel like that division responsibilities has kind of helped yeah no absolutely and um it gave us an opportunity to hit different people up like you know different people than what i do and you know, my focus, you know, it, it, it's always been internal to the shooting team and, and internal to the Marine Corps. But, you know, reaching I have a lot of people that I know that are in the civilian con- uh, shooting community. And it really allowed us to talk to people um, on the outside in order to provide information for people in the Marine Corps. And then you still keep in contact 
you know, and I, I do too, but you, you, you reach out to a lot of the people that are in the Marine Corps still and, you know, get them on and it kind of creates a couple different dynamics with how the podcast goes. Yeah. I think uh, in terms of episodes that we've done this year that have really stood out to me, the Duskin episode, I think turned out really great. Um, I like when we had Parker Tomasi on, like the first time we talked about, he had just gone distinguished um, and he gave just very thorough and very well thought out answers. Obviously getting JJ Rakaz on was big for us. Mike Pannone. Um, I, I'm just going to end up going through the entire episode list. I think we put out <laughs> a lot of really good content, but um, we've branched out so much, right? Like we've gotten a book author on it this, uh, at one point, um, match directors, you know, and it's not just Marines anymore. Um, it's, JJ Rikaza is as of this he's a world champion now so I think uh it just it just speaks to um how much time and energy we put into it um it's still relevant to the military it's still relevant to practical shooting uh but with the weekly format like sometimes you know Matt and I have conversations or like we're plotting out the upcoming month and I, I don't know about you Matt but like I think as soon as we got into that rhythm that became easier like oh yeah it, it just stuff started falling into our lap and at this point like we we got a little running list of all the uh, episodes want to hit and sorry if we, if we reached out to you we got a backlog like we yeah. we want we have people that we want to get to eventually but just with timing and schedules and everything it's just uh it hasn't quite worked out yet it's like uh we're going to be talking to somebody on Christmas Eve, uh, you know, recording an episode on Christmas Eve. And, and, it, and it's one of those individuals that we have been we've been trying. Oh, we've yeah. been trying to to get them on what I would say six to eight months now. Yeah, I wrote the Easily. I wrote I wrote I wrote the questions like six months ago. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it, it was just timing never worked out. And so, you know. I did a reach back. I was like, Hey, I would love to have you on if you're interested. And he hit back. He's like, Oh, absolutely. Um, and I was like, what time works for you? He's like, I'm going to be home over the long weekend over the holidays. If you want to do it then. So we were like, you want to do it on Christmas Eve? Oh yeah, that totally works. It's like, okay. And so, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it, it shows to the, you know, I guess the best way of putting it is it shows the interest that people have with how they want to come on to our show. Um, but like we said, this is something that's a complete passion project. We do, you know, we, we put a lot of time on the side uh, away from our families doing this um, because we love it. And, and, you know, realistically our families know how much we love it too. So they're willing to, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot better us doing something like this and going out to the bars and drinking, I guess you can say, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or any, or into any other illicit substances, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I, I am in Nashville, so I, I yeah. do spend quite a bit of, on bourbon. Yeah. But trip. <laughs> I mean, your wife knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not the exact dollar amount. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say another, uh, notable change presence. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, another notable change is the um, I guess the social media presence. Like uh the Instagram, I think, is getting a lot of engagement. I don't know what black hole the Facebook page is existing in, but like it just the posts fuck, there don't fuck the Facebook algorithm. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, it's all right. They don't like us anyway. Um, same company as Instagram. It makes zero sense. We started up the uh, the YouTube YouTube channel for people that like to watch their podcasts. Um, so I, I'd say like all that has helped significantly, and we're constantly looking at other things that we can do to like get outreach and all all that stuff. So. And, and, you know, one of the cool thing is, is like, we know the different dynamics of different peoples that we're going to bring on and, and kind of going back to the episodes real quick. Uh, you know, when we have Mike Pannone on, uh, we know it's going to be spicy and we know people are going to love it. Um, you know, and then, you know, the social media aspect of that too, it's like, it kind of just jumps up and it, it, it's pretty cool to see. Um, you know, I was looking last week, we were getting a hundred listens a day uh almost you know some days were a little bit lighter but most of the time there's 100 listens a day and i was like holy shit this is going this is going well you know this it's starting you know the fruits of our labor are starting to work out and i'm I'm excited for that yeah no um so we are excited we're just going to keep doing the same thing for this next year you might see some changes you might see some guests that are outside the norm but uh, it's still going to be marine corps related it's still going to be practical shooting related and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to, for the episodes that we're going to be putting out in 2023. Yeah. Um. So kind of moving on to us as shooters, you know, as a year in review of everything that we've done and accomplished. Uh, you know, for me, it's been kind of a light year compared to previous years. Um, I shot maybe two, maybe three major matches this year very light um and it was kind of by design you know as we stated i was getting out of the marine corps looking for a new job got a new job and wasn't really focused on the competitive shooting aspect but i would say i've had some pretty uh significant gains in the shooting department you know i you know me and andy brown we podiumed at the tactical games team event that was huge for us i mean the week before your retirement too yeah, it was a week before my retirement, so it made it that much more special. And yeah. and it was, you know, it was the work that went into it. You know, we were constantly communicating once, twice a week, you know, just kind of, hey, I'm doing this workout today. What are you doing? You know, holding ourselves accountable from a distance. Then we get out there and some things went really well. Some things did not go so well, i.e. the cardio shit. Um but, you know, at the end of the day, we were able to get onto the podium on his first tactical games event, my second one, and it kind of springboarded into, I want to keep doing that because I love the community and I love the people, uh, or I love the people and I, I love the, the sport. Um, shot the Duskin match for the first time. And uh, we did have, we, we kind of mentioned we had that episode. Uh, and that is something that is extremely, you know, that, that's that's a match that is heartfelt um and it it brings out a lot lot of emotions in people um but it also brings a lot of other good characteristics with it uh being able to shoot around a bunch of guys of america's best warriors out there that's really cool and being able to have an effect on them yeah um you brought it up, but hey, I, I did some one of the episodes I, I think I get a, a lot of positive feedback on was your retirement episode. Mm. Um, and that's something that I, I put a lot of time and energy into. It's not just, you know, it's cool to get on here and talk about shooting with people most of the time. Um, but that I saw as an opportunity to like 
pick the brain of somebody who'd been in 20 years and had been through a lot of experiences and changed significantly as a person throughout those 20 years. Um, and I think it resonated a lot with like the NCOs that I've talked to that have listened to it because it's very seldom that you get a heartfelt and honest portrayal of somebody's and, and somebody that's as articulate um, and reflective as Matt is. Like it's how, how often do you get to hear that perspective? No, I, I appreciate that. You know, uh, it was nerve wracking because we recorded that episode on the day of my retirement. Yeah, you had, so, dude, you had so much going on that day. Yeah, so, it, it's so, like, <clears throat> couldn't sleep the night before because it was like, oh, shit, this is actually happening. Uh, going into the event, um, into the ceremony, then immediately as the ceremony's over, we're going over to Go King's house and sitting down, setting all the equipment up, and it's yeah. just going through my head of everything I want to say. Um, and it was really cool to to exchange those experiences with go king in the background and then you and chris there uh you know arguably two of two of my closest friends um that i talk to on a regular basis you know i talk to a lot of people all the time but i would say you and chris are two people i talk to regularly you know and and chris you know he just gotten out of the marine corps himself yeah yeah, no, it's really special. I'm glad we got a chance to to sit down and do that. Yeah, and we were drinking yes. bourbon out of well, yes, out of my plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when in hotels, you do what you you do what you can. Yes. Um. um yeah, how, I'll, how would, I'll, uh, you know, uh, how would you say you've grown as a shooter, though? You know, I've kind of given my reflections this year. Like I said, it yeah. hasn't changed a whole lot for me. Um, I start the year coming back from a deficit. I mean, I was still injured. The first match of the year was uh, Florida State. I went and lit my way through 10 courses. Um, I watched Cardenas and Nelson and Raider and um, Rhodes just like tear up that match. So for me, it was really just getting back to where I was. And it was trying to medal again at East and get back to championships, which I did, you know, um, I got healthy in time for East. I, I ended up, uh, taking second right next, right behind, uh, Dolly, who's an awesome shooter and, uh, going to championships, got another bronze there. And ultimately I uh, ended up going distinguished this year, which I, I think is, it's, it's a noteworthy accomplishment. Um, shot the summer season with the, uh, the pistol team, uh, learned a lot about myself. I think, um, just shooting in a, in a team format. Like we, we traveled all over the place. Really great. I had some pretty good matches, but then I also like kind of flamed out and burned out around nationals timeframe. Um, I and then say, since I, I will say one thing that's really stuck out with me is, you know, you've kind of found yourself as a person, as a student, as a husband and as a competitor. And you know, before prior to this year, you really hadn't had to really balance that before it was, you know, yeah. you, you were living on your own, your wife was going to school still. And your only balance was company command duties and shooting duties. And then you came into, you know, middle of the year with all these different dynamics and figuring out how to manage that. And I think you've done a pretty good job of managing that. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate you that you see it that way, Matt. Uh, the way I see it is everything just compounds and overwhelms <laughs> me and then eventually like get, get back off the ground and just keep moving. But no, I, it definitely, uh, I mean, if you go back and listen to like the championships episode, uh, it was around the time I was looking for a house and just that was like crashing with championships. I was still doing command staff. I was still dealing with stuff back in Lejeune and then uh, moving in together with Annalisa for, you know, our first time in three years, um, shooting the summer season, uh, adopting a dog is sleeping behind me. Like it's just, it was a lot of things all at once. Um, so all it turned out well in the end. Um, but I do think you find out a lot about yourselves when you are overwhelmed, balancing too many things. And then that's, that's kind of how you, you, you learn to progress more intelligently, I would say. Well, you know, one of the biggest things I've started, you know, and we've kind of done it with this is checklists, you know, we started like talking and reaching out to so many people. It's like, I'm having a hard time remembering everything. So I was like, Hey, let's go on, you know, on, on our iPhones and create a notes tab that we both share. And, you know, I reach out to this person. This is when we're going to do it. And like we, you and I like balance this podcast to where it fits our schedule and the other person's schedule, because, you know, most podcasts that are doing it individually and, or, you know, that does have guests or doesn't even have guests, it's not that much of a balancing act, but with yeah. you and I, it's like, we're constantly having to go back and forth saying, you know, Hey, does this time work for you? Or does this work for you? And it's like, also, you know, I have a very long drive to and from work. So it's like, you know, making sure I get everything done at work in time to get back. So to where we can record. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of balance, I, I think you, you struck quite a bit. I mean, you, you managed your transition outside the Marine Corps, found a job and then started to get back into the competitive scene all around the same time. Uh, you're starting to shoot three gun again. I know you travel, you're, you're going to be training for future uh, tactical games. So, and, and that's the name of the game. We've touched upon it in previous episodes. Uh, if you care about this lifestyle, then you want to dedicate time to it. You want to go and you want to perform you have all these other things in your life that you still need to pay attention to so that's yeah. kind of what the both of us are dealing with yeah but you know like you said it's something we're passionate about something we love and something we don't want to give up you no. know no. um and in, in you know not just to say shooters but like still communicating with the team um i i i'd say a year in a review of the team uh real quick is since I've kind of left and I, you know, even whenever I was handing the reins over, they have developed so much more um, once certain aspects of the team changed um, and new leadership took over. Uh, they were able to get on a track where it's just putting them, it's putting them at the forefront of everything that the Marine Corps needs. You know, they're starting to compete in more night matches. They have implemented night matches into the competition shooting schedule. Um, you know, the, you know, go kicks going to be ho hosting PCSL three gun matches at Quantico shooting club. Uh, it's really exciting to see the direction that they're taking and the passion that they're taking, um, you know, to better help, the, the fleet marine force uh as we you know essentially could potentially go go fight with near peer adversaries yeah i'd say the biggest things for me that have occurred with the team was the, the 
concerted step to like away from bullseye mm-hmm. like that is no longer something that they are competing in they are moving towards prs um like prs action uspsa exclusively which is great um and then for the few i mean they they've they've gone through there was some turbulence this year but i think things are looking up based on who we think might be taking over the team um, I'm excited for those individuals, new personalities, new blood's always good, something the Marine Corps is good about. Um, and then also excited in like in terms of like when when new folks come in, I what I what I'm what I'm enjoying about being co-host on this podcast is the ability to like start a relationship as at for you, Matt, as someone who was on the team. For mm-hmm. me, it was something like basically team adjacent, but also both of us are on this podcast. To establish a new relationship with them that's what we did with the john bodziak you know mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot of longevity and like uh, we're going to continue to do that that's it, correct me if i'm wrong it's one of the reasons that you created this in the first place was to give members of the team an outlet um a forum to more or less speak their thoughts and have conversations about the things they're passionate about and uh with and then new to blo- give an inside look uh from the or get yeah. get people from the outside to get that inside look of the team you know and it works exactly yeah and, and it works back when uh back when you guys had me put in the package to potentially be like one of the team oics i listen to this podcast every week because i was like i want to know what like what it's like on the inside and i didn't have anyone on the inside at the time um because cardina still hadn't moved up yet so yeah i mean we'll, we'll continue to do that for you all um and then, like the folks on the team, I think they enjoy being on this show as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I gotta say, I love that was a really fun episode with John Bodziak. And like, anytime <laughs> I do have time to talk to him, I I love that guy. Like, energetic, passionate, um, direct, and uh, you know, has a vision. Um, he knows where he wants to get, and he knows how to balance that with his responsibility of where he wants to get the team. Um, and it's really cool to hear that. And, you know, then also, uh, yeah, what's it called? His, you know, he's probably the sexiest dude on the team and how he, he got hit in, hit on by Kirsten Dunst while at USPSA nationals. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. He's appreciate me saying that <laughs> he's, he's never gonna, he's never gonna live that down. Oh no. Uh, which all we're saying, John, is that the next time you go to a zoo, maybe spend some time with the cougars, okay? <laughs> I, I hope he hears this. Um, I'm gonna message him. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. He's um, yeah, he's too nice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, upcoming match schedule. And there's a little bit of overlap between our match schedules. Um I titles three GIQ, but Matt does a lot more three gun and i'm gonna dabble in some three gun but mostly uspsa and tactical games uh but matt we'll start with you what what major matches uh in 2023 are you looking forward to all right so i'm still gonna be kind of staying here closer to the east coast for the time being just you know new career new dynamics not trying to uh go too far Waiting for my retirement to kick in, considering DFAS fucked that one up, and I'm not going to get that. I'll get back pay, but it's not going to kick in until February. And then who mm. the fuck knows when my VA uh, disability is going to kick in. Mm. Um, they're slower than you know snails moving. 
Um, I used to say a different phrase would be inappropriate, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to be doing Battle for the South. Uh, that will be the first major match of, of my season. I intend on, and that'll be April 1st and 2nd. Um, then at the end of April is the Tactical Games team match. Um, I have ideas of who my partner is going to be, uh, but I'm not ready to really talk about that just yet. Um, you know, that, and that's one I'm really looking forward to last year and the year prior to that it was at Pantera, but, uh, now they are moving it down to the sawmill training complex, uh, down in South Carolina. So a little bit further than what I want to travel, but it's okay because, it's such a good match, and those guys are really good and passionate about what they put on. And the team match just brings a different dynamic. And you know, you know, we talk about the the tactical games, and what I love about it is it's it's functional fitness, and I love CrossFit and all that kind of stuff. But it's all of that uh, with marksmanship, and I think the tactical games did a really good job in applying the two. You know. Uh, there are other different type of venues, but, you know, I have two different crowds and scenes I like to compete around, and that just happens to be one of them. So mm -hmm. after that one, I intend on going to the Duskin match, which is in the beginning of June, and then um, three-man, three-gun up in Topton, Pennsylvania. Uh, after that one, I would say it'll be a bit of a break as far as major matches are concerned, but the next one will be more than likely going to GTI down in South Carolina for the tactical games, uh, regional event. Um, and quite honestly, and I'll say it like my goal, like I'll be 40. Then I turned 40 in February. Uh, so I'll be competing in masters division. Uh, but the goal is honestly to, you know, most people say podium. No, I want to come in first place at that event. I want to push myself and my body as broken as it, as it is uh that hard to where i can come you know i can get first place uh i have the shooting ability you know it's just getting my cardio ability up to that level um after the tactical games uh the last match uh i intend on doing as of right now is going to be the fall brawl the zoo city armory fall brawl and like i said i'm kind of staying between pennsylvania north carolina south carolina but that's what I'm, I plan on doing. And then I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit some of the local matches up in, in Pennsylvania if I can. And I know I'm going to be hitting local matches up at Quantico, Sh Quantico shooting club and down at zoo city armory. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a busy year uh, for me. And like I said, there's some overlap um, January, February going to be relatively light. My first major event is going to be tackle games in Texas. So that's, a little bit north of Austin. It's close to where my dad lives, so I'm just knocking those out at the same time. I'm going to visit my dad as well. Um, I did qualify at NCR for championships, so I will be shooting championships this year with the uh, at at, uh, at Quantico. So that's going to be the end of March. That's about a week long. Um, in April, I have the RPGI Night Championship, so it's going to be a day and night. Um, match so they're going to have you shoot all the stages at daytime come back under your nods shoot the same stages um so if you are local to the quantico area that's in shadowhawk like that's that's a good match you can shoot white light too you don't necessarily need nods uh but a lot of the members of the team are going to be there as well that next week 
Sam Nelson and I are going to travel to Odessa to participate in Dragon's Cup. Dragon's Cup is a level three match. Um, JJ's heavily involved. It's a very well-run match. It's kind of become the standard for a lot of things. So we're we're pretty selective about where we try. If we're going to travel out, out of state for a match, it's going to be a good one. And so we're excited for Dragon's Cup. It sold out in like 10 minutes too. Oh, shit. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty insane. Uh, after that, looking at the the pistol teams uh, schedule, I got Del Marva at the end of April. Area six in North Carolina. That's going to be near Charlotte. That's in May. Uh, Mid Atlantic near the end of May, and then I want to go shoot Duskin with you as well, Matt. So I have that already on the calendar. Uh, after Duskin, I'm probably going to take a bit of a, a bit of a break, take a vacation with the wife. Uh, and I'll come back for Area 1, which is out in Montana. That's in July. Oh, that'll be a good time. Yeah, I haven't been to Montana. Uh, so, yeah, excited about that. After that, Battle for the North Coast. That's going to be in Ohio. And then finish it up with Open Nationals, which is back at Talladega. Uh, don't have the rest of the year built out, but that those are the those are the wave tops. Hell yeah. Yeah, but- so... I think that kind of covers everything that we're planning on doing. So, you know, this is going to be coming out right before the new year. So to everybody, um, we wish you a happy new year, you know, make your resolutions and all that bullshit, keep them, whatever. You know, I think it's just a sad way to say, stay in shape and all that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope everyone had a, had a good Christmas. Uh, Enjoy your new years, but uh, just, Thank you for listening. You know, like the, your your support means a lot to the both of us that you would, uh, whether you're listening or whether you're watching um, and your feedback's important to us as well. We've gotten a lot of meaningful and uh, helpful feedback this year. So we're going to keep at it. We're going to keep putting out episodes every single week. Um, just let us know if there's anything else that you'd like to see from us. Other than that, we hope you enjoyed. Let us know how we're doing and we will talk to you next time.